All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the Three Nose Podcast. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. <laughs> Welcome to the Three Nose Podcast. Hi, Jason. Hi, Mike. How's it going, buddy? Not too bad. Wait. Let's do this. Yeah, there we go. Happy Super Bowl. Cheers. Cheers. Go sports. Go sports. Yeah. So uh, this is the Three Nose Podcast. Yep. Uh, what are the Three Nose, Jason? Um, no. <laughs> How many episodes in we've been doing this this long? Jeez, oh, why did I stumble? Take two. <laughs> what are the Three Nose, Jason? Uh, there are no rules and no plan and no safety nets. Yay! Ah. A good take. Yeah, got it on the second down. <laughs> Not bad. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Most would imply that's the safety net thing. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, when you say it like that, yeah, okay. Uh, so big sports day. Yeah, I know. I left at the at, at the end of the first half, and it was a nail biter. Uh, I would hate to burst your bubble, but the first half is still being played as we uh, record this. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. The Bucks. Not- the Bucks and the uh, the Chiefs are still playing right now. Oh, that that like semi pro game? Semi-pro. No, I'm talking about the real. Oh, the real pros. Yes. Yeah. What the puppy the- bowl? Oh. Team oh. Fluff was uh, was up 35 31 over Team Rough at the end of the first half. And is it that was, why it's you a were nail late? biter. Is that why you were get, late getting here? No, that was because I was cooking supper. But <laughs> <laughs> but I had the puppy bowl on downstairs. So every time I'd run downstairs for something, I'd <laughs> got to stop on Check the score. Check the score. Oh, look at the cute puppy. Oh, look at the cute puppy. Referee trying to egg one puppy who's being nervous, not coming out. She's sitting in the corner saying, You're doing good. I so you take a try and get that toy. You're doing all right, and just come out when you're ready. Referees are not supposed to be partial hey, like that. Hey, what? It's the puppy ball. I'm just saying, you're not a professional puppy ball athlete. You don't know. Uh, it's an entirely different sport. That is for sure. Yes, and damn it, it, it it's it, just look, a it's fan. a lot of fun. Yeah, you don't have to. Somebody told me that uh, somebody on my Facebook also posted that there's uh the kitty bowl was happening on Hallmark Channel. Hey, there's there's so many bowls going you know what on. I couldn't right find now. what lingerie bowl. No, because it's now a league. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Laundry football league. It's really? it's arena, like it's played in arenas, uh-huh. but it, it is now huh. officially gone from oh. a spectacle to a, a no full idea. on. Uh, kerfuffle. It's so, still a spectacle. Still a spectacle. One hundred percent spectacle. But it is now got league status. Wow, I had no idea. Yep. Honestly, yeah. Every once in a while, they said I'll stumble across. There's like a weirdness in sports on YouTube or okay. something like that. And it was like uh, on Channel Eight, the Ojo. Something like that. <laughs> Inevitably, there's a. Did you read about it? An obscure sports quarterly. Yes, absolutely. All the fake. <laughs> Dodgeball, man. Fake news. I know where it came from. I, I have to question sometimes. Wow. It's a reflex. Wow. It's a reflex. Because I could say that to my wife, even though she's watched Dodgeball. I am not your wife. Uh, a dozen times or more. Yeah. Dodgeball is one of those rare movies that she will actively watch. She'll put it on. Yeah, but. It, it baffles me when she does it. But I could, bet you I could throw that. And she might still not answer right away. Like. 
It's this, and then she has the nerve to try and play the game back at me. Damn it, <laughs> Crystal, get your head in the game. I don't know what I'm going to do with her. Well, you might want to hurry because the warranty is almost up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she could get pregnant. And you could get trapped. Hey, that's not funny. Were you? She pregnant again? What? Are, okay. Okay. So I don't know where you actually shut it off. I was only messing with you. Yeah. Um, well. She, uh, okay. My wife and I are in our late forties, as you can relate, and she may be getting ready for the change. Yeah. Um, so she is a little late, and she tried to throw the the whole she might be pregnant thing at me, but um, there's there's one part of that process that kind of eliminates that possibility. Well, okay. She might be pregnant. She might not be pregnant with your kid. Uh, no. No? Nope. She hasn't left the house, dude. <laughs> she has not left the house. Uber delivers. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I am her Uber. I'm the one who goes and gets stuff. And yeah, I'm the canary in the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> I apologize. I didn't mean to throw you off that much. I thought I was being funny. Well, in keeping with the spirit of the day, comedy flag on the play. Oh, oh, nice. Nice pull. Nice pull. Good pull. Huh? Good pull. Timely. Yes. See, that's comedy. That's comedy. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Now you're learning. Yes. I said, well, uh, let me just turn some of these knobs here, see what happens. Why are you messing with the knobs? Why not? Just trying to make it sound good. Oh. I th- I th- yeah, that's good enough. I thought it sounded good already. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> You're maybe hearing something I'm not, but. Well, no, not really. Not with these ears, but. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe with the headphones on, your tinnitus <laughs> becomes a superpower. Ooh, I don't know. You hear ooh, different ranges. Basically, everything is everything that comes into these microphones is what's going in here, so. Oh. I was thinking maybe you're hearing in the ultra frequencies no, or something. No, no. Mics are not quite that good. You can hear bat signals. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You sure? I'm sure. I'm 100% sure. Hey, um, I feel like we should get into some spoiler territory because it it excited me. So you want to talk about WandaVision? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, so, so spoilers. Spoilers. If you haven't, this is what? This will come out on Wednesday. That'll give you five days to watch WandaVision. Episode five. Episode five. If you haven't watched it, eh, what are you doing listening to this show? Mm-hmm. There's way better content out there. <laughs> WandaVision being one of them. Yes. So. Go watch WandaVision. We're going to talk about it because you watched WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Fuck, it was, that was a good episode. Oh, my wasn't God. It? Oh, the, the, the suspense just kept building and building. Yes. And so the whole episode was fantastic, but the reveal at the, the end. The very end. Let's say Kat Dennings, when, like, when the, the doorbell rang uh-huh. and Wanda looked at Vision. And like, I didn't do that. Uh-huh. Like, at this point in time, Vision has kind of sussed out what's going on. Yes. He knows Wanda's in control. He actually can pull people out of it. Yes. That was neat. That was, when he did that, that, that to that really one guy. Neat. And he did not. That dude that got pulled out did not like that. That's terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. They know that they're being, they're, it's like they're stuck in the back seat. They're watching everything, but they have no control. That's I terrifying. I think they have a bit of control because... 
Some of like the some of the characters have made little slips. Yes, and, right, you're right. and then it got tense as mm-hmm. Wanda's like, "What?" Yeah, the, at the end of episode three, it right? Was yeah, yeah. Like the neighbors and the the one neighbor that keeps coming in, yeah, Agnes, Agnes, and that is the th- part of that show is just like they know what's going on, and they the the people that are trapped in there with Wanda know the part that they have to play mm-hmm. because the consequences of not playing Wanda's game is bad. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't so, know what that means no, exactly, but no. well, obviously we, it's terrifying enough. Right. We got a good idea what happened to uh, Monica Rambeau oh. when she stopped playing the game. Yep. But I think she got out lucky. Yes. Because uh, she was considered kind of an outsider coming in. Right. So Right. Whereas Wanda just descended on that town and just dropped them all kind of right. thing. Yeah. And Monica Rambeau snuck in, so... You know, oh, she fell in. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just no. <laughs> she touched the force field and then she fell into it. I thought she got pulled in. I thought it sucked her in, like because she touched it. Yeah, and I think you know it, it yeah, sucked her it in. It did suck her. It looked like she was falling, but yeah, you're right. It, that same motion would have been if it pulled her in. Right. Yeah, you're right. right. Okay, okay. Yeah, pulled yeah, her off sense. balance, sucked her into yeah Wanda's world. But that final moment. And the reveal well, of who was at the door. I think we need to, before we get to the dessert, we have okay. to get through the main course. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little disappointed we still don't know what happened to the beekeeper, dude. With who? The beekeeper. That guy who cl- who was well, crawling he, through the sewers. He was he, he was part of S.W.O.R.D. Right. And then when he come out, he had the beekeeper. Right, because that's what it changed him to, to fit the scene. Right. But then she said no, and then poof, we don't know what happened to him. He was sent home, just like Monica was. Was he? We haven't seen him. We would assume that's what that means. I don't because know. nobody else, we're not aware of anybody else being thrown out. Well, no, he was a red shirt, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I'm just curious. I'm, was he maybe the mailman? No. <sighs> he didn't. No, the, wall, the, the mailman has been there since the get go. Has he? Okay. Yeah, that dude that came up out of the beekeepers that yeah. came out of the sewer, he was the guy that was crawling right through the sewers in sword right. from sword. And then you saw him hit that spot and then his rope the rope that was holding him the, turned the, into a skipping rope. Yeah. And, yeah. It's bad times. <laughs> the um So the twins, we are introduced to Tommy and Billy. They're babies at the beginning. Babies at the beginning. Toddlers. Like five minutes in, yep, and they're ten year olds halfway through. Well, why did they become ten year olds? Because they get upset, and they don't. Why, did, face why did they get upset? Uh, they found a puppy. Yes, they wanted to keep the puppy, so they had to be older and more mature. Right, Wanda had said they had to be ten year olds before they could get a puppy. Mm-hmm. So Tommy, Tommy, and Billy looked at each other and turned themselves into ten year olds. Wow. <laughs> And somewhere along that line, they're not really affected by Wanda's power. No. So they're, in the comic books, they're a manifestation of Wanda's power. That's... Is that the case? I don't know too much about them. So So, the YouTube videos I've watched have talked about it, but it hasn't been fully clear whether they were real or whether they were constructs or like what... 
They are part of Wanda's hex magic. Okay. So, so they're not real children. They're not Not real. even in the comics. No. Okay. No. That's no. what I was not clear on. No. That, I said, when in the comic books, they were actually um, kidnapped by a guy called Master Pandemonium, and they were used to Master Pandemonium uh, reduce them down to their magical essence and infuse them in him. Oh. And yeah, and it said it, it kicked off kind of a a, a magic battlefield kind okay. of thing. And like Ag- Agatha Harkness was involved and Wanda. I know she had something to do with it all because she's the one who erased Wanda's memory of the children in the comics. Right. So, uh, but, but she didn't erase everybody's memory. Right. And that's what got us a bigger problem than the children before. Okay. But. So, the kids, Billy and Tommy, are growing up, and there's a there's a, a a life lesson somewhere along the line in there. When when Sparky the dog dies, they are hitting the 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 tropes of the each generation, like the seven now the eighties. Yep. Like they totally were hitting the whole full house kind of vibe there. When they did the. Uh, was it Family Ties painting? Yes. I uh, just like this. Whoever's writing this is a damn genius. Yeah. Because everything that they have done with the genres of television leading up to where we are right now is spot on. We've seen Perfect. Dick Van Dyke. We've seen Bewitched. Yep. We've seen Brady Bunch. And now we're not, this time we saw uh, Family Ties. Family Ties. Yep. So, like, and th- so they're not going for... The direct obvious answers. Everybody, you know, when when people think of like the fifties era, they always think Leave It to Beaver first yeah. before Dick Van Dyke. No, yeah. let's go slightly different. No, you yeah. know, and, and it's the same. Bewitched kind of gets lost behind I Dream a Genie. Yes. So they're they're not picking the first obvious choice of each genre. No, no. They're going with another well known one, but like the second place, if you will. Right. I am, and I think that's just added brilliance. So I'm I'm guessing. When we get up to the 90s, it's going to be married with children-esque family guys. I believe that's been, because I think, I guess there's like a like a trailer for episode five and six. I guess there was one trailer. I had, I avoid watching it because I, I want cold. Yeah. And, uh, but I thought I might have saw something that you're right. Maybe married with children might be the next <laughs> kind of set. Yeah. You know? But it doesn't quite fit unless they're going with Vision is now just angry. (laughs) He was pretty upset. He was pretty upset. And I I do love the little little flashes of, I guess, air quote reality. Was it last episode when, when Wanda's magic was going crazy and she saw Vision with, with the mind stone ripped out of his head and him turned gray. Yeah. For like a, just a brief flash. And I'm just like, whoa, where'd that come from? And then it went back to Technicolor Vision. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I wow. remember that. That was, that was scary. They, like, that looked creepy. This is not your standard no. MCU type type writing no it is not not. and they're they're just firing on all cylinders with this series right now Mm -hmm. and i like each each friday i'm just like oh what are we gonna what's gonna happen now disney is now two for two on their major franchises on these these tv projects yes they are two for two yep 
And they're definitely they did the uh, they they dropped the Super Bowl trailer for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I haven't watched it yet. I know it's out there. I just haven't watched it. It yet. was it was. Uh, and when is that supposed to drop? This year. I know it's this year, but it's no idea when they didn't they have just a date. Said, okay. they, they they never released the date, but they just said so like, we're supposed to get that, and we're supposed to get Loki. Both the both of those shows are this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming Falcon Winter Soldier is going to be the first one. I think so. That'll probably be uh, well. Black, Black Widow. Black Widow is supposed to drop in May. Still, they haven't changed that yet. Is that going theatrical and Disney Plus? That's the plan. Okay, but no word. Of course, that can change, yep. right? But yep. word is yes, they're going to try and go theatrical. And well, actually, I don't know about the Disney Plus thing. They might just try and go theatrical. I don't see yeah. that happening because things are not going to be fully open at that point. No, but, no. But it's too soon to tell. We don't know. I, it's still just tentatively set for May. That's all we know. Okay, May fifth, I think. Well, they don't have any movies. Do they? not this year, to my knowledge. No, because nothing's finished. So you're you could probably realistically look at Falcon Winter Soldier as a summer blockbuster. Possibly. Release, yeah, and then Loki or who, whatever the order is, Loki might be your summer blockbuster. No, I'm pretty sure Falcon Winter Soldier's first. Loki is supposed to be, I believe, November. Yeah, okay, I, so that'll be like your that. your your Christmas, yeah, Christmas time mm-hmm. uh, blockbuster. Yeah, release. the 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 season finale of Loki will probably fall right before Christmas, kind of thing. Ah, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. I'm really looking forward to that one. That one, like, so far. The trailer for Falcon Winter Soldier is like, oh, very action. It's it's it better be. <laughs> it's actiony where uh Wanda is WandaVision is mystery <clears throat> and kooky. Yes. And so you have Falcon in Winter Soldier like getting in adventures and yeah. stuff like this. I'm going like, Haha, okay. Yep. So you're getting a great mix of product. I think Loki is going to be their step in like the Doctor Who-ish kind of realm. I got a quantum leap feel off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that because in the trailer for Loki, he's D.B. Cooper as he's jumping off the back of the plane. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then he gets zapped by so the... He's the kind of reenacting bridge. like something. famous things or right. something. Yeah. So it might be a quantum leap. We just don't know. That trailer gave enough just... No weirdness that you just can't put the puzzle together. No, no. And I, I, that's, it's brilliant marketing because you're giving, you're, you're getting Hiddleston. You're getting Loki. I think they gave us the four corner pieces of the puzzle and maybe a few pieces in the center somewhere and that's it. Yeah, that's all you're going to get. <laughs> there, there's still 996 yeah. so, more pieces out there somewhere. So you get Loki, you get uh, fuck, Living Tribunal. That's the, the thing that you know how he's going to that courtroom? Yeah. That's the Living Tribunal. Oh, that's I what I've, oh, I've heard of them. I yeah. don't know anything about them. It's a, they're like a cosmic tribunal. They're the right. cosmic level kind of thing that keeps uh, the balance of okay. everything. So uh, Owen Wilson's character. I'm not quite sure how that, what they, they got that weird there. bureau thing, like a time cop-ish kind right. of thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Who else? Who else knows? Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Now, okay, we'll get back to WandaVision. Um, Monica Rambeau finds out that the clothes that she was sucked into WandaVision, or what, what's it called? West, Westview. Westview. Westview, Jersey. 
the clothes that she was wearing when she went in her 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 sword like outfit with outfit, the bulletproof vest and stuff like this when it was rearranged and the clothes that she came out with had combined with the Kevlar. Yeah. <laughs> she just starts shooting. <laughs> well, that dude gave up his gun way too easy because... He's just so lovable, though. That's not what you want in an FBI agent with a firearm. Look, I'm on... I'm on... Uh, the, I'm on the petition. There's, there is an active online petition to have an MCU X-Files-ish type show featuring Jimmy Woo and Darcy. That could be good. That would be great. They seem they have good chemistry together. Yeah, yeah. And I'll do. take Cat Cat Dennings like all day. Cat Dennings is not hard on the eyes. Nope, and she's funny. Yeah. Well, she's just written that way. But she uh, uh, everything I've seen her in, I've I've in, I've loved what she's given. So. She's written that way. <laughs> well, then, damn it, she's got great writers. Well, okay, give props where props is due. Okay, Cat Dennings writers are fantastic. That's better. But but the uh, that that combination Monica Johnny Wu Cat Dennings character give me those three yeah as as a group yeah keep them together let them go on kooky adventure they could be the next um, could be agents of sword well you could do that I was thinking of um, the lone gunman type yeah. Um, Type show you could do that with a, with a Marvel spin. Well, Fox is now owned by which that comes up. That's right coming in. up. That's, that's coming up. So <laughs> yeah. So Mo- Monica figures out what's going on. Bulletproof pa- disco pants. Bulletproof disco pants. <laughs> the uh, the fucking boss tries to pull a fast one oh. with putting an old school drone. Yep. Into. Uh, Westview, uh-huh. and Wanda wasn't happy. wasn't happy, especially when they tried to kill her yep. with the, the missile that was on the, the drone that uh-huh. nobody told Monica about. <clears throat> yeah, but, she's flying the drone. All of a sudden, she can't control the drone Yeah, no take more. the shot. And it's like, what? I think everybody, there's a collective like, what? Yeah. And I was like, well, you know it's not going to work. Nope. But. It, you know, it's probably not going to end well. No. Which it didn't. It could have been worse. Well, yeah, it could have been, but... How many laser dots were there? There was a bunch. <laughs> there was a bunch. <laughs> Wanda gets pissed that somebody tried to kill her. Mm-hmm. So she goes outside. Yep, dragging oh. the drone. What's... La- <laughs> She's dragging <laughs> it behind her. Yeah. Wrapped in this hex, her hex power, throws it... At his, his feet. At his feet. Yep. Is this yours? Yeah. The, the the guards, all with green laser dots. Something like, there had to be 50 of them. I uh, don't know. There thir- thir- okay, 30? No. There was a lot. There was a lot, but there, I don't think, there's. you couldn't have fit that many guys on that. I feel like there had to be at least 10 different cars. Uh, I, Four yeah. guys in each, at least. We'll have to count later. But There's a lot of them. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. I was going to see like a dozen, but there's there's an exchange. Wanda is is, is explaining that she just wants to be left alone. This is her, your last warning. This is her last warning. And the guy goes, you're the one that's dangerous. You're the one that's kidnapped all these people. You're the one that's hurting these people. Wanda's go like, fuck you. Leave me alone. And Monica tried to reach her. Yeah. And then... 
the guns came up, and Wanda goes, well, this is going to end one of two ways. And she snaps her fingers, and all of the sword guys with the guns point them at the guy that's in charge. And he pooped himself real <laughs> he fast. He was lit up bright green Right, from he all looked the like dots. a Christmas tree with <laughs> all the dots on this guy. So Wanda, Wanda lets it be known that she ain't going to put up with any more bullshit. Mm-hmm. Leave her alone. And she walks back into Westview. And the, the field was changing. Like, I think she might have made it harder now. Like, I, think I don't think so. they can just walk in anymore. I don't think so. I, I think she's kind of closed the door behind her. Yeah. And there is no way of... She sealed it off from anybody getting in. It certainly looked that way. And that's that plays into the end mm-hmm. when I in my thoughts. So Wanda goes back into her house. Vision confronts her. And I loved how they kept, they, she tried to end it, and yeah. the credits were rolling, and Vision's like, no, we're going to talk about this. That was fantastic. That, like, I'm just like, she, she wanted to make this the show. Yep. And the show ends at the credits, and Vision's like, fuck, no, we're not done. We're not done. And then the doorbell rings. And that's when she says, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. And Vision's so, like, I want to believe you. <laughs> yeah. So they have Vision and Wanda look at each other like, what's going on? The doorbell rings again. The door opens up and it's tight on Wanda's face. And it's just like. <gasps> yep. And then it pulls back over the shoulder of the person standing in the door. With silver hair. Uh-huh. And then it cuts to Kat Denning. Uh-huh. And she says. She's recast her brother. And it cuts back to inside one into Westview. And we see Pietro. Quicksilver. Quicksilver from the X-Men movie. Yes. And I'm just like, whoa, wait a minute. Uh Uh-huh. I popped huge. Crystal was sitting there. It wasn't Luke Skywalker on Mandalorian level, but it was it was three quarters of the way there. Yes. Because of the ramifications of that. What it tells us is the X-Men are now part of the MCU. Yes. They'd always hinted that our first connection would be Doctor Strange, too. And they lied. Yeah. Because I thought thought it was going to be either Doctor Strange standing at that door or Agatha Harkness. Agnes revealing herself? Right. She just busts in. She doesn't no, ring the door. but off. I thought she was going to reveal herself because okay. it has gotten out of control. Right, okay. And okay. she was going to say, you need to stop this now. Maybe, yeah. It was like, I thought it was... It was I honestly had no idea. Yeah, so. I, I don't... I was kind of like, no, they're not going to waste Doctor Strange no. that way. No. That he we, when they make that we may see him. We, there's because, a good possibility. She's definitely in Doctor Strange too. Like yeah. WandaVision, I'm pretty sure is going to connect to Doctor Strange two in a big way. My guess is who the the true big bad of WandaVision is, because there's more going on. The impression I'm getting just from the way Wanda was talking to Vision. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. While yes, she is controlling what's happening in that town. She is being manipulated, and she's yeah. probably being manipulated by Agnes, aka Agatha. That's 
this is the rumor. This is the rumor. And this 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 plan seems to really make sense. Yeah. And she's doing it in some way where Agatha is working for Mephisto. Like yeah, I, and maybe yeah, possibly yeah, trying yeah. to siphon the power off. The, the, the energy from Wanda. Yeah. Or they're just trying to manipulate her to the point where they will have full control of her. That would be, I would think that would be the most logical. One way or another, I'm, I'm holding to the theory that I've seen reference to on a few different YouTubes and whatnot of that. She, that Agnes is Agatha manipulating Wanda in service to Mephisto or some other demon deity type person like that. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not too too sure, but I have a feeling that Agatha Agatha Harkness was a baby face when it came to dealing with Wanda in the comic books. See, I, that's where yeah. that, the, the, from the things I've read, it didn't sound like that. She did teach Wanda in the comics. She taught her how to use magic, yeah, in conjunction with her innate abilities. But this is different. This Wanda is different from the comics, so that doesn't quite play. But I got the impression that Agatha was not always benevolent. She was always a little bit manipulative and nefarious. Yeah, I I, I think I can get that. So I, I think I can I can and, get behind that. One, and yeah. I want to see that side of Catherine Hahn, the actress playing yeah. Agnes, because I've only ever seen her in these funny, silly roles. If we're going to get to see her a little bit more dramatic, a little bit more evil, dark, this, this is a side of her that I have not seen, and I'm looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, this could definitely be the vehicle for that one, because she 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 has these little flashes in the show where she she breaks that mm-hmm. character a little bit. And yeah, when she told the one neighbor to shut up. Right. <laughs> and you're just like... Wait a minute. There's like there's there's those odd little and she's the only flashes. one they don't have a portfolio on on no. the board. So she might be. That's another point in favor of her not being who we think she is. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. Fantastic writing again. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, give me more. And I'm I'm want- I, now okay. Wonder Woman eighty four. Not a great movie, but Kristen Wiig was good in it. And to see her in a villain role like that, it worked for the most part. And that's where I'm I'm kind of getting that vibe off this Catherine Hahn character. Yeah. It's it's a person known for doing silly comedy who's about to give us a different side. Yeah. And I like that. I like when they when comedians in particular like to stretch their legs and show, yeah. hey, I can do more. You know, we usually get some gold. Sometimes, no, but... Uh, you get the shaft. Yeah. Not so much the gold, <laughs> but... But, yes, then... So, seeing that Pietro... <laughs> what I was like, whoa! Like, it took me... It actually took me a second to... to for, before all, all the... All the gears meshed with that. I'm like, holy shit! And it was an amazing reveal. Mm-hmm. And... He walked in that house like he was like he was nothing. Yep. And I was like, wow. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get the explanation. Now, we're not going to get that right away. That's probably going to be a little bit yet. Yeah. But that's, again, where Doctor Strange 2, the multiverse of madness, is. that's where it's going to play. We're playing with, they're going to start tipping into the multiverse stuff. Right. That's a scary prospect because <laughs> they can go overboard real quick with that. They can, but I have a feeling they've got 
their shit tie down tight. Marvel does have a really good control scheme in place. Right. So, so there, there's, again, we talk about the Bible that yeah. they have. Kevin Feige is the man. Kevin yes. Feige has got, he's got this lockdown. There's, there's a definite direction that they want to go in and they're moving in that direction. And I don't see them veering off or going too crazy with it. Or they make a move and it looks like it's going crazy. Mm-hmm. But then it's the the method of the madness kind of thing, and it's like then you get the payoff, and you go, oh, oh ah, there you guys yeah. go, ah, okay, I, and that's why I like doing this cold uh-huh. because I don't want to read other people's speculation. Yep, I, I, it's all fine and dandy that people are going out there like I have this idea, I have this idea. You have your idea. It is. Just your idea. It is nowhere close to being set in stone. So yeah, the only reason I watch these YouTube videos that explain the Easter eggs and all that is because I'm not familiar enough with those characters yeah. to be able to pick up on this stuff, and I just want to know more. Yeah, I know I was never an Avengers comic fan. Like I didn't read and and Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. They were more Avengers characters for the longest time. Yes, even they though they're mutants and they were Magneto's kids and all. Yep. They weren't. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> Obviously, that's not the same. No, no. But there were there were there there was like one of the one of the videos they were talking about is they talked that they said they had a picture of Wanda, and it's like don't forget this guy, and it was a headshot of Magneto, and I'm just like. Yeah, those streams are not crossing quite yet. No, so, no. but but again, steps in the right direction, right? So it, we will see how it plays out. Yep, anxiously waiting. <sighs> Apparently, there's nine episodes for Wandavision. Okay, if I read, uh, actually, it was a meme that I saw of uh, it showed Wanda facing off with Thanos in Endgame. Mm-hmm. It said you took everything from me, and he goes. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have your nine episode one division. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> no, the um, my my the TV that I have been watching has been just phenomenal. Yeah, the uh, with one division, um, it's like yes, give me more. The Expanse just finished up their season. I'm in. T- I'm halfway through season two, I believe. Okay. And I finished the third season of Yellowstone. I've got half my coworkers that I work with directly in the same room are all watching Yellowstone. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> and they no. started talking. I'm like, la, 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 la. I'm probably going to watch this. La, la, la. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> but so then my boss kicks me out of the room and they can talk about <laughs> You need to go. She oh, finds busy you. work. Yeah, there you go. No, the both, both shows. Ended on cliffhangers. Of course. And I was like, you bastards. <laughs> you bastards. That's how they get you. Yeah, because, well, Expanse had me. The, expa- the, the Expanse had me. With the, the this season's finale, Yeah, it tore my heart out of my chest. Oh, no. And I was okay, like. I don't say anymore. I'm not. I'm, I don't. I, I want to, but I know better. Yeah. And I'm just like, no. <sighs> 
Okay. No, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm about to ask a stupid question. I don't want to. No, don't, no, don't. No, do it. I'm no. not. I won't. I won't do it. <laughs> I will say, you know, you know, it's common practice for many shows. Most TV shows, when they have a season finale, yeah. it ends on a cliffhanger, right? Only one show that really comes to mind recently didn't do that directly. Agents of Shield never left it on a full-on cliffhanger. They would have their overall story arc for the season. Yeah, they would always wrap it up, but they always taking a cue from the the early movies. They would have the post credit, and the post credit would be a few months in the future. Yep, you know, a few months have passed, and you hear, oh, now, oh, that person's there now, and oh, that person's a badass now, and like, oh, and (laughs) so you get that little hint. What the hell did I just see? Kind of thing, you know. uh, That's that's the only show I can recall that ever did it that way yeah the the one uh yellowstone with their their season three finale yeah season four is in the summer right that's I, what i didn't know i think season yeah. four is due to come out in the summer i know they they did they were shooting it um wow well, what's happening again my november my november 2020 hardcore. they they started to shoot okay season four and everything fucking yeah, fuck COVID. Um, I didn't realize. I didn't like. I don't read the news about the shows. I, I, I if yeah. if that still holds, one of my coworkers, I'm pretty sure I heard her say that. I think June or July, maybe. Yeah, for season four. Yeah, good because the season three finale is just like no, <laughs> no. What are you doing? No, this can't be the end. And again, that's the. the yeah. That's the downside of binge watching and stuff. And I watched three you know. years, three seasons uh-huh. of this show in under a month. Uh-huh. So, like, I was remember like, my X Files ordeal exactly. <laughs> so, but nine seasons in a month. But that's nine seasons, twenty two episodes. That's a lot. Uh huh. And this is like what ten episodes a season, roughly. And I'm just like, no, can't don't be over. <laughs> No, give me more. Why are we only making ten episodes? I am. So. I have not. I have specifically not watched any of the latest Vikings. I have. I'm going to binge watch the whole thing when it is out. When it's all said and done, I'm going to binge watch it then, just because I, a lot that show ten, a lot tends to happen very quickly. Yeah, and I don't want to wait to see what's next. Right. I'm gonna just give me all eight episodes, and then I'm just gonna fire through them, end the story, have a cigarette. Right. <laughs> Whew. That was good. <laughs> That's what I'm expecting. Uh, that, what happens next? Well, they become Christians. <laughs> <laughs> If you really want to know the history, <laughs> I got some books back here. That you know what's going on? Um, but the the expanse, their their season season is it, finale is it continuing though? Like yeah, it is yeah, yeah, signed yeah. for more. Yeah, okay. Which like if they had left it like they did, yeah. Like who the the production company would be in flames right now <laughs> because the 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 fanboys would track them down and burn everything for like doing what they did and then just walking away just like that that's all you got that's all we're get, that's all you're gonna get are so you, are you uh, do you remember there was a very short lived show called Alphas. Uh, 
I think so. I only vaguely remember. I never watched it, but I yeah. vaguely remember being around. There was an episode of Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah. When Alphas was on, and then and Sheldon was like anxiously waiting for the next season or whatever because they ended on a cliffhanger, and well, Sheldon's got OCD, right? And when he found out they weren't doing it anymore, it was canceled. He was upset, so he's trying to track down anybody involved with like <laughs> the networks and whatnot. Trying, yeah. he did his petitions and all that, and if he finally gets the phone number for like the creator, and at the end of the episode, Sheldon's like, "I was just wondering." I guess I, I have to know, how are you going to end the story coming off the cliffhanger? And you're, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I don't like that. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they kind of made the same joke when they flash back to when they when uh, Sheldon and Leonard? Leonard first met, and they were talking about Firefly. Oh, yeah. And I just like <laughs> the show's up. gonna be on forever. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. Otherwise, they're never gonna cancel this. I'm like, shut up. Jerk. Too soon. Too soon. It's still wound. It's still bleeding, man. Leave it alone. Just gotta pick that scab. Oh, not even scabbed up. It's just oozing all over the place. But I, with the expanse and Yellowstone, like, there's not a whole lot of TV that's been grabbing me. But those two shows, WandaVision. I'm loving The Expanse. Yeah. Uh, it's it's giving me all the right sci-fi feels. Uh, just enough action, just enough wittiness, just enough mystery, like all the perfect blends. I can see I'm catching those little homages to the, what came before. You know, yep. there's a little bit of Battlestar in there. The uh, Alex, the pilot. Yes. I'm getting such a good wash vibe off of him. Oh, he's Alex is a great character. Him, Freddie. Uh, 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 just going over the the footage from when they attacked that space station and the one stealth ship was there. Yes, him just going over and over and over that oh, footage, the, the like, simulations. Yeah, yeah, like that. That that was cool. I yeah. like that. Like he can't let it go. He has nope. to be the best. He has to know this isn't happening again. Yeah. I did not mess up. What was going on? Speaking yeah. about that 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 scene when they attack that station and they're getting taking shots and you're seeing the bullets ripping through the ship yeah. and the one just missed Naomi like whoa oh, yeah. that was a cool effect yep that so, was awesome the like I said they the, they have their science locked down tight when it comes to the expanse they're like about the the decompression mm-hmm. and stuff like this and especially when it comes to the artificial gravity when the ships are moving. Yes. So if you if you look at a, a ship, normally it's horizontal, mm-hmm. and then they work the mo- the moving magic of the artificial gravity right. generators. The expanse ships are stacked vertically. Yeah. And when the ship pushes, that is pushing against their boots. Mm-hmm. That's what gives them. Yeah. So, they're using the mag locks, but those mag locks aren't super strong. Like, no, it's only, they only use the mag boots when they are not under power mm-hmm. because that's when the microgravity takes over. Watching, uh, Thomas Jane, one, one episode there, I think they pulled into a station. He was still in his room trying to get his stuff on and he didn't have his boots on yet. Yes. And they, they, they instantly hit into gravity and boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, no. (laughs) Thomas James Miller character, great uh, pulp film noir gumshoe. When he shot that scientist 
and just walked away. Yeah. <laughs> Holy just, fuck. Yeah. I, I'm I'm really late to the game. I know, but yeah. yeah, goddamn, I'm loving that show. Yeah. The uh, are you are you catching my my drift about Amos? Oh, yeah. Amos is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Amos, he's just he's just a loyal attack dog. And that, there's, there's just something about that that just, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, he is. I want to I, I see, has he done anything else, like, of note? West Chatham? Yeah. I really. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up later, yeah. I, I, but I want to. I'm curious to see what else he's might have yeah. done. He's not a new actor. Oh, no. But. I feel it. like I've seen the name in something, not a major starring, but I feel like I've seen his name listed somewhere and so probably saw his face, but hair and all you yeah. know it'd be hard to recognize yep. the guy with the face and the hair yeah that guy it, well they, they do have a good chunk of canadian cast i think in there <laughs> that they do that they do uh some of the later episodes um uh boom boom uh from letter kenny the boom, boom from letter um boom boom hower no, 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 that's King of the Hill. That's King of the Hill, Boomer. one of the guys from the senior men's hockey. Oh, b- oh, b- uh, yeah, Boomer, Boomer, yeah, yeah, Boomtown, Boomtown, yeah. His his name is Boomer. His, yeah. his actual name is Boomer. Okay, so yeah, Boom <laughs> Boomtown. Okay, is in the Expanse. Oh, cool. So speaking <laughs> speaking of your CanCon, yeah, so. he's a, he was he's a I think originally was a stand up. Oh yeah, I first saw him on. Uh, remember they had that trial the. Uh, the music video on video on trial on much music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a regular on there. Oh okay. I I saw him a lot on there, and I think I saw him do stand up on Just for Laughs once or something. All right. And then gone, and then he shows up on Letterkenny. Yeah. Well, imagine that all the Canadian yeah stand ups like somebody with some comedic chops is like, hey, I got a <laughs> I got a TV show. You want to be in it? Fuck yes. So yeah. I mean, they grabbed Jonathan Torrance. Right. Like, you don't get much better Canadian comedy than Jonathan Torrance. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> so, what else? I, I, like I said, I, I'm i looking forward to Falcon Winter Soldier. It's completely different. I've got to watch that trailer. It's completely different than WandaVision, which is good because they're giving us... Oh, they're, yeah, they're not going to play the same playlist. No. No, I don't think you can with those two. Now, that, that I wonder, are the Russos involved in that one? I don't know. I'd be. I, I, I don't know. I'd be curious. It would. It would the, be if, if they are, that that's going to bring the badass factor way up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because they they know what they're doing. Yes. So that's that's one of the things I'm looking forward to with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, really, there's nothing else that's grabbing my attention. There's like I see ads for shows. Nothing that's probably going to catch your fancy, but things that look interesting that I kind of want to look at. Look at like uh, I get, but. They're on like Apple TVs, which I don't have. Yeah, you know, but because there's one with Timberlake, uh, it's called Palmer, and it looks like he's a dude. He just gets out of prison, and for some reason, he has to take care of his friend's kid or something. It looks like a it's Timberlake in a very dramatic role, and Timberlake can act, alpha dog. You mm-hmm. know, he just mm-hmm. hasn't done much of it lately. Yeah, but I so I that kind of caught my eye a little bit. Um, and then Kaylee Cuoco from Big Bang has a um, this weird mystery show called The Flight Attendant. She's like a party girl flight attendant. She hooks up with a guy after uh, after a flight, yeah. wakes up the next morning, and he's dead in the bed next to her. Whoopsies. And 
it's her trying to figure out what happened because she blacked out. Does she that. have her kidneys still? Near as I can tell, yes. But okay. yeah, I, now I, so it's it's Kaylee Cuoco, but doing a dramatic like mystery kind of yeah. you know thriller thing. Well, there was a. Uh, um, and I like Kaylee Cuoco, so yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's Penny. Yeah, it's Penny. Um, Sheldon's girlfriend. Yeah, Mayan Bialik. Yeah, Mayan Bialik. She's yep. got her own show coming up. Yeah, Call Me Cat, where yeah. she runs a cat cafe. <sighs> yeah, it, it's t- typical goofy sitcom <sighs> flair. I don't. I have not checked it out, but she does have one interesting cast. It's this older guy. Um, he's obvious. Uh, well, I better not say obvious, but he definitely comes across as gay. Mm-hmm. And uh, allegedly, he became he he really blew up on TikTok at the beginning of COVID because because he 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 blew up with that. And he's been around. I've seen him in a few things here and there. Okay. Jeremy something Renner. No, not Renner, <laughs> and it's not Jeremy Jordan. That's a different dude entirely. But he. His, his one of his first TikToks during COVID quarantine, like early on last year, was "What y'all doing in quarantine? Screwing." <laughs> <laughs> and he apparently said that like in, in numerous things, and it, it blew up. It okay. got a lot of attention. Yeah. And uh, he's on that show because there was a commercial where she's like, "Here, meet one of the cast," and she he comes out and he goes, "I thought you, you know." What am I getting for a treat or something like? And she goes, "I, I don't have anything." Is well, what do you got in your purse? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the commercial. <laughs> well, but I, 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 it, it might be funny. I don't know. It's not the sort of thing I'm going to watch unless Crystal wants to watch it. So yeah, but yeah, it is Maya Bialik. That's cool to see her continuing on. You know, she left the business for a long time. Good. She became a neurobiologist. Sure, for legit. <laughs> Well, I did see an ad for Punky Brewster, the next generation. I have not watched it. I didn't either. I, it was a still. I'm just like, Punky Brewster's coming back? Yep. Salem like, oh. Fry. And apparently she looks good. I didn't recognize her from the images I saw, but I haven't watched the commercial. Yeah. But it's her as a single mom. That was the gist I was getting. Is Punky... Punky yeah. has grown up, yeah. and she's uh, now now I'm soccer mom. Yep, she's, she's a single mom, and obviously, I think her ex is going to be like the the silly douchebag kind of thing, or, yeah. you know. But I don't know all our all our all our young TV shows are all grown up, and uh, no thanks. <laughs> No thanks. Nah, you're not, it's not you're, something I wanted. Not not something I was asking for. Elf 2.0. Oh, uh, I, I I'm waiting for that. I'm I am waiting. For I don't that. understand why I it mean, hasn't made it. Yet. I mean, dinosaurs is on Disney Plus now, yeah. and apparently it's blowing up on Disney Plus. The one that I really care about is the Muppet Show. The original Muppet Show is going on to Disney Plus. Oh, all the original seasons. Oh, I'm just like. I'll Say be looking what? at it. Crystal does not like the Muppets. I don't know why I'm with that woman, but <laughs> I want to check that out. Oh, how do you not like the Muppets? Oh, oh she really got me last night when, oh, fuck, what was it now? Fuck, I'm not going to remember. I can't remember what it was. Was it teeth? It wasn't right Muppet. In the feels? It was, oh, the never ending story. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> She doesn't like the never-ending story. I'm assuming you're going to the divorce lawyer as soon as it opens tomorrow. I'm seriously considering it. Wow. I 
I, 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 I looked her straight in the eye and said, you just stabbed me in the heart. You wanted to discommunicate me after I put up the uh, that the action figure play set. Yeah. <laughs> That's childhood trauma. Damn it. That is, the, the, Madhouse last week. Yeah. It was just Rob, James, and I. Yeah. And wow. We did. We had no guest, and we did our. Our picks for top 10 disturbing slash upsetting movies. Okay. Usually came down to like one scene in a film or something. But I had I had to put the slash upsetting because I didn't have 10 that disturbed me. Okay. But my number 10 was The Never Ending Story. story. Because of that. Because of that friggin' scene. Because <laughs> when you when you're ten years old and you 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 love the fantasy genre, the sci-fi genre, you love all that stuff, yeah. to have real sadness and sorrow shoved in your face. You didn't get sad it, when Obi-Wan got killed by Darth Vader? N- not really, no. <gasps> like I I I, I was so I was only six or seven when that first hit. So the, the, the emotional ramifications weren't quite there for me yet. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so I was kind of dulled to that because I'd already seen it without having the emotional attachment. So that's, I, that's how I can explain that. Mad. But I was 10. My emotions were in check at this point. And <laughs> yeah, I was, I was fully engaged with pre-puberty. Fucking and, oh our Our tags. Our tags. <laughs> when I saw uh, the, when, the, when somebody, uh, I think it was in that Gen X group that we're in, no. somebody posted that. I was like, here's your daily trauma just in case. Uh, and I'm like, you motherfucker, I should share this with Jason. I do love that group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving that group so much. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> there, There's some great stuff coming out. Like mm-hmm. Some of the music is just like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And that got me thinking about uh, a, a side project. Oh. That I want to do with uh, with this platform, this podcast platform. I wanted okay. to bounce this off. You see, like I would came up with the idea. It's called Iron Mike's Gen X Jukebox. Gen X Jukebox. I like it. So what I want to do, I I, I would like t- to use this. Maybe do like a, a one hour, like every other week or something. Like just curate some like a bunch of music you want to be a twitch dj i I can see it you don't want to be a twitch dj no (laughs) the licensing that's involved oh okay yeah i hadn't thought of that to do to do that like i i looked into it why do you think there's no cameras up right now okay besides the technical issues because i thought about it it looks like a lot of fun but to do it without getting uh, DMCA strikes, you have to have the actual you have DJ to have a license. license. And you, if you get three, you're gone off the platform forever. Ouch! There's no coming back. Okay. So, and the licensing that I like just cursory glanced at starts at four hundred dollars. Ouch! And I'm just like, nope. Wow. And everything that I've read. <clears throat> they're saying that a lot of guys that used to be able to like DJ a show and set up their, their Twitch. So like once they've done the show, it's gone. It okay. doesn't, it's not there. Now they're saying 
Twitch has figured out the technology where they can monitor live shows. And if you're using licensed music and you're not licensed, they will DMCA you on the air. I'm picturing a warehouse of poor, like, troglodyte-type people who never see the sun just glued to a screen, and they're all assigned a Twitch channel. Or they flip between them, they have, and they're just watching. It's and like watching it's like the watching. Matrix, where it's just kind of scrolling through. They all look like yeah. the monkey shines monkey. Yes, that's what I'm picturing. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and so. when they when they see something, bad, ah, 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 ah. yep. So they 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 flag the shit out of you. Like some of the ones that I have seen, like some of the shows are <clears throat> they mute. Part of the parts of shows like they get DMCA'd, right? And they'll mute it, and it's like, oh, that's weird. And like I said, there was a couple that I remember watching live. Then I go back and like you can see the bar, and there's like stretches of red where they're muting parts of the show. Huh? Is that to avoid the strikes or no? That's that's like giving you an opportunity not to do it again. Oh, okay, okay. So there's like, if you keep this shit up, all that, those little red little hashes like there's going to turn to one big one and it's going to be a strike. I haven't done this in a long time, but a few years ago when Facebook Live was a fairly new thing. Yes. I remember we were driving to Waterloo, I think, to, like to take, the, we were going to get Tally. This was Tally was first year or something. Okay. And I can remember we were listening to the radio, and a, a jam came on, and I wanted to sing. I was singing with it, and I decided to do a Facebook Live video jam into the song, just yep. like ten seconds. Yep. They flagged it. Oh yeah. They there was no audio because of that, right? Yep. How the hell did they get away with it on TikTok then? I have no idea, man. I have no idea. Like TikTok, you know, look at Edge of Seven or not Edge of Seventeen. Uh, what's the that that. Fleetwood Mac song that blew up last yeah. year. Oh, yeah. Um, or he, uh, he was just vibing. He was the chain. I I can't remember. Yeah, He's, but I know what you're talking about. But yeah, and yeah. but you see that all the time on TikTok. You'll just see a clip of a song. Yep, all the time. Yep. I, um, it might be because you're allowed thirty seconds. Oh, okay. So then that's yes, where TikTok that, can dodge that bullet because those. If, if you if you can get away with thirty seconds, then okay. But fa- it's obviously Facebook wasn't doing the thirty second thing back then because right. my video was like fifteen, maybe. I've done a couple things where, um, I've been on Monster Barbell, working out, music playing in the background, videotaping somebody doing a set, they put it up on Facebook. Say, hey, let's go like this, like this. They flagged that. They muted it because, because music. the music. I'm going. You could barely hear it, mm-hmm. and you can. You like I said, you can. He, you, all you're hearing is like the clanging of the plates and the bars and everything else, and they still flagged it. I'm just like, oh, this is like. I'm not claiming that I own Metallica and her. And Sandman. that might be another reason why they get away with it because on TikTok, there's always that little spinning like it looks like a record in the the bottom that has music notes coming off it and you click on that and it tells you what the audio is from so maybe because they're giving the credit on the video it's right there maybe that's how they get around it 
Maybe. But, but, the, but it's never a full song on TikTok, no, right? No, but so it, everybody knows. If, if any of my friends looking at that video that I put on Facebook knows I'm not part of Metallica, mm-hmm. so but I'm not making any of those claims. So. Metallica, though. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Lars really is kind of possessive when it comes to what happens with the the intellect i'm not trying to steal that intellectual property no at uh, there's no way i can claim i help anything you're if anything Uh, you're just showing how good their music is to work out to. right exactly (laughs) here's another use for your music (laughs) (laughs) but it's one of those strange things but i was looking kind of poking around and i think i can get away with Doing like an hour set, like just put the songs up, and let it go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try it, see what happens. Mm-hmm. So, just be careful. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think it's going to affect the other parts of this. Like, I might have to take down that particular episode, right? But it won't, shouldn't affect anything mm-hmm. else that we do. Give it a shot. Whatever Give it a shot happens, 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 right? See, that was yeah. that was part of the thing. I think it was about a week or so ago. I put up the "Give me your three rage room songs." Oh, okay, so okay. I was just like, <laughs> "All right." <laughs> so <laughs> that was it. And that was initially going to be part of like I was really thinking about doing it on Twitch, but the more I dug into it, I was just like, "I can't do that." Mm. And I said, "There's like." When the minimum number, the smallest number that I saw was started at 400. And I'm just like, I don't, I'm not that. That's one of the, one of the numerous reasons why I didn't pursue becoming a a DJ. Like that whole gig, like when I did that wedding two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I toyed with the idea of taking that further and, and possibly making that a little side gig, but. That when I did look at that a little bit too, I didn't even see four hundred. I think the lowest I saw was like eight or seven fifty or something like that. Yeah, so might be different because of where the DJing, right? Like a live event versus a, a streaming. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, but like again, it was one of those things where like, hey, I'm. This looks fun. I want to try it. Then I thought, I am just a drop in the ocean. There is no chance, really, realistically, of getting an audience without having to put all that time into it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm on shift work, and I got other things going on, and I cannot dedicate, like, some of the ones that I'm looking at... um, there's a girl that DJs from in Vancouver. She's got 50,000 followers. She's every other night three. But that's like her job. At that's this point. her job. Yes. Yeah. So like, like three to five hours a night. That's her job. She does make money because she has 50,000 followers. I was like, 
I know she didn't start with that, mm-hmm. but you got to build it. You got to build it. You have to put that time in. Now, was she like a local DJ in yes. Vancouver? Yes, she was alive. Now, out of, she's out of work right now because of COVID Correct. restrictions. Correct. Okay. She, she DJed at So clubs. she did have probably a following that followed her. Right. Yes. Right. So that's, that's where I'm looking at some, a lot of these DJs, like with the big followers, are professional DJs that have a following. Mm-hmm. Kind of like podcasting when like you're like i'm a movie star i'm gonna do a podcast and he drags his entire Mm -hmm. fan base along with him Mm -hmm. it's just one of those Mm -hmm. things i know and trying to to build like a grassroots kind of thing i i the only part of that that pisses me off is when they make a big deal about them getting record numbers and all that like will smith starting a YouTube channel and he blew up. Well, of course he's fucking Will Smith. Of yeah. course he's going to have huge fucking numbers. Yeah. He's Will Smith, one of the most recognizable actors on the planet. Yep. Speaking of Will Smith, DJ Jazzy Jeff has a Twitch channel. Really? Really. Oh, wow. And he's <laughs> almost on every day. Does so he play old school or he just sits there and plays? Wow. A little bit of everything. Huh. So, so again, but that's, that's the only part of it that, of when they get accolades, if you will, right. for big numbers and all that stuff. Well, of course they 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 cheated essentially. They they did they game didn't the cheat. System. They didn't cheat, but they already had a, a, a leg up. Right. They 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 game the system yeah. where it helped them. I think, like, with Rogan's show, he started out like at at the bottom, mm-hmm. and he consistently produce content and he has built himself up to where he can do what he does now. Kevin too. Right. Kevin's the same way. Yeah. You know, but they were all like, they were early on adopters to the podcast right. formula. Right. Like, so, especially Kevin, like he, he was like one of the earliest adopters of this. Yeah. Like, well, he was already kind of doing that with his Q and A's and whatnot. Right. Really. He just took that and made it an intimate affair with a microphone. Right. So, you know, he, he's oh he's always been a talker. Yes. So it was only it was only natural. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think Gervais was like the first major podcast to really blow up. Yeah. And then Kevin was like started right close at the same time, I think. There was uh Rogan had somebody who was considered the oh, what was his name? Can't remember his name, but he was he was on record as being the first guy to make a podcast. Okay, and it was just like, yeah, we really didn't know like what we were creating here, and he like he's still on the air, and he's just like, we just went with it, and it's it's been a great ride ever since, and like. It was. I, I got thinking about this because on my Facebook, my memories. I said earlier this week, it popped up where like I could pinpoint exactly when I became a podcaster <laughs> nine years ago. Yep, and it was maybe a week and a half ago when that happened. I was just like, whoa! And that was Mead Hall, right? That was Mead Hall. That was the very first one. Um, I know uh, Madhouse is going into. Is it? Eight years this year? Yeah. Eight years in July? Yeah. I did I did Mead Hall for a long time. 
I have none of it. It's all gone. It's all gone? All gone. Um, I said, then I laid off for a while because I, I didn't have anything. And then when Bellamy was out getting ready to shoot Sumac Ditch. No, Hart's Journey. Hart's Journey was the beginning of Madhouse. Because the first three episodes or four episodes were oh, that's about, right. That's were right. about Hart's Journey. That's right. Um, that was going to be a platform for the GX3 stuff. Yep. And then it morphed. Yeah, episode five. Episode five. <laughs> well, no, I, I think it started to morph even before that. Uh, like yeah, after, episode after four, I think, started three. to get a little bit away from the indie film. And yeah, right. Yeah. And then it just, it just grew into something. Mm-hmm. And then, wow. Okay. Well, said so we did, we, this so is getting, getting involved with uh, Jasonmon mm-hmm. really got us out there. In the first place, I and mean, Rob and I doing the um, Flashback Friday show. Oh, yeah. And then it, it was just one of those. Yep. Yeah, if you look at, if you, if you go back through the archives of the Madhouse, like, that podcast has changed so much, so well, many times. The very first episode sucked, which is independent podcasting yep. 101. Mm-hmm. Your first episode is going to suck no matter what. And I think that that was the very original opening was Christina. Hey, hey, welcome to the Madhouse. I think you're right. Yeah. And like we sat around looking like, how do we start this thing? And I just hit record and she was the first one to throw something out there. And I was like, Okay, because <laughs> that's that. Then, but I, I, there's 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 part of me is kind of um, pissy that I didn't get bigger. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But again, I, like it's one of those things where a, a drop in the ocean. Uh huh. And we've got so much going against us. And the people that do listen to us, I want to hang on to those people as hard as I can because that's our that's our core. Yep. And I don't want to lose those people. Nope. And said I I want to expand what I can do and try and with bring different creativity with that then i'm gonna throw this out here we have not done this in a while your notes i i only have one real note but uh it's it's minor honestly uh where did it go here where did it go where did it go what do you got i'm trying to okay while you're looking for that you got it that's not it nope where'd it go okay i have a would you rather you have oh okay would you rather going old school Old school. <laughs> Would you rather take $1,000 for every fart that you do or $15 million right now? So I get paid $1,000 for every fart. You get paid $1,000 for every fart or $15 million. I'll just take the $15 million. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I'm, I, I can admit I, I'm, I can be a gassy guy, but... 
I'm not a loud, gassy guy. So how are they going to register? Matter. How are they going to know? Uh, do they? Have, uh, do I have censored underwear or something? You 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 would have a a, a methane sensor. Ah, okay. But no, I don't think I would even w- with where I'm at in my life. I don't think I would reach 15 million in a thousand <laughs> per. So uh, yeah, I'll take the 15 million. Take your 15. Yeah. Million. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take what's behind door number one, Monty. <laughs> <laughs> now here we go. I, I I got it. So because you you mentioned you want you know what fans we have, we we love our fans, we want to keep them. So we have socials. What we have we have an email, oh. we have a Twitter, you know, we have the Facebook page. So ow, <laughs> fucking muscle has been fucked in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my neck still hurts. Um, Have you, did, did you lay off the push-ups this yeah, weekend? Yeah. All right. Yeah, but it's still, it's not 100%. I don't know what I did because I woke up this way. Ah. Uh, so maybe my wife was. Lady Gaga made a song about that. <laughs> she did? Yeah. Born this way. I wasn't born this way. I just woke up this way. Well, it's it's the lesser of the two songs. I, I didn't say it was a good song. <laughs> It is a good song. I do enjoy I, that song. No, I'm a fan. A, I woke up this way. It pales in comparison to born I this know, way. I know. I know. Yes, you're right. It does. So you're right. So we have <laughs> socials. Um, so to our fan, the don't be insulting. <laughs> to our fans, please, if you have any suggestions, what parts when we do this show because we jump around a lot with what we want to talk about. Yes. And again, that comes from the no plan, blah, blah, blah. So I forgot what beer I was drinking. Any ideas? What do you like most of what, when we, when, what, what do you enjoy the most from us? Yeah. Please let us know. And you can reach us at, uh, via email at the number three, N O E S pod at gmail.com. That's probably got three layers of dust on that podcast, on that email. Yeah. Yes, it does. Um, but we're also on Twitter at, again, the number three, N-O-E-S podcast. So hit us up. Just give give us give us a little bit of shout out. Just let us know who you are. Tell us about yourself. We're on but, the Facebooks. And the Facebook page, yes, naturally. Facebook.com slash the, the Three Nose Podcast. Three Nose Podcast, yeah. yes. Um, just, you know, d- help us out. Like, what do you like? We'll We'll try and give you more of it. You know, what don't you like? That's key. What don't you like? If you don't like green episodes, please tell me now. (laughs) Please tell me now because I'm getting deeper into the green lately. So like technically right now, I should already be high. (laughs) For the last week, I've been smoking at like seven o'clock. Yeah. Not my bedtime smoke, my daytime smoke. Just leading up to? just, just, Just to be mellowed out. I just like the feeling, and Crystal doesn't care. I'm not stupid on it or anything like that. It's not, you know. So well, you're you're not I'm just doing anything dumb on it. No. You're not driving. <laughs> no, it. most nights I, I I smoke and then I play cyberpunk. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I can actually play the game while I'm uh, stoned. Well, that and makes sense. not die all the time. <laughs> it makes fun. <laughs> so, so yes, please, please, just. Shoot us a quick email. Shoot us a tweet. Uh, a tweet. A tweet. A tweet. A Twitch. A, a tweet. A tweet. Uh, or something on the Facebook I, uh, page. You know, just help us out. Help us help you. Blah blah blah. Whatever. How that works. Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, just, just give, give us a little hand, please, because yeah. uh, you know, oh, 
I, I, we've said it before. We'll say it many times. This is therapy for us. This is we get to air out stuff that we can't talk about elsewhere usually. Yep. Because um, I know my wife doesn't care about half the shit I talk about. So, um, so you know, just help us out, please. It'd be greatly appreciated, yeah. and we'll give you a shout out. You know, if that oh, means something cool. to you, you, said- you could be you could be podcast famous. That is- <laughs> <laughs> heard my name. <laughs> I get excited like that sort of thing. So said, uh, said I, I was talking to uh, Steph the other day, and so was I. Yeah, she is. She said something about something about like, do you guys listen to my show? I go, yeah. I'm behind, but yeah. I. I don't listen to podcasts much right now. I just don't have the time because when I'm at home, I'm watching stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I oh. got back into a podcast that I had gotten away from for a long time. Okay. Basket the, Weaving 101. No. Oh. The Subgenius Hour of Slack. I'm, oh, I vaguely I remember a, the title. I have a movie for you to watch. You have a movie for me to watch. Yes. It's on Prime. Okay. It's called J.R. Bob Dobbs and the Church of the Subgenius. It explains everything about the Church of the Subgenius. Because I remember I was trying to tell you about the church. I'm an ordained it's, minister. That sounds vaguely familiar. I'm yes. an ordained minister. This in the is church going of the back Sub-Genius. to like early dispatches days. Right. Yeah. So there was no real easy way for me to explain to you what the church was all about. So they made a movie about it. There's a, somebody made a documentary about the church goes right back to the beginning, right up to present day. All right. And I watched it and I went, yeah. Okay. Yep. Nick uh, Offerman is in it. Ooh. Penn Jillette is in it. Um, there's a lot of famous people that are sub geniuses. Really? It, it is a big deal. <clears throat> you, you piqued my interest. Yeah. So. I will search that out. I have Prime, so yeah, I will search that out. hour and a half or something like that? I'll so. search. I, uh, I've got a docket right now that I'm chewing through, and shit, I didn't do my homework. Uh-oh. Uh, we're doing top 10 Dolph Lundgren movies this week. Did he do 10 movies? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he did a shit ton of the straight-to-video stuff oh, in the yeah, 80s, 90s. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, just the start. I, I, I revisited Showdown in Little Tokyo. That is a Whiskey Wednesday movie right there, dude. Wow, there's one. That is <laughs> that is Whiskey Wednesday material well, for sure. Well, he was also in Johnny Mnemonic. Yes, he was. Yeah, that one's going to be on my list yeah, for sure. But I Rocky? have never watched Creed 2. And I, mean, I heard that his... His return in Creed Two is a really good performance from him. It's Ivan Drago. Yes, the okay. return of Ivan Drago because it's Drago's son taking on Apollo Creed's son. What? Dun, dun, dun. Wait, you know, I, but I heard it, I, I've always heard good things. I just never got around to watching it. I meant to watch it today and I didn't. Shit. Terrible. <sighs> yes, being. I am. Yes, I am. I'm Should failing. Go home podcast. after this and watch. I ain't gonna have time to watch it. Well, it's almost bedtime. Watch it at work. I can't. I got work to do. And they Why don't let us play on our phones anymore. Put it in your pocket. Nobody fucking see it. I can't watch my f- a movie Listen on my phone. It. Listen to That's it. It's not the same. I'm not. It's not an audio play. Theater of the mind. Nah. 
theater nah, of the mind. Nah, I want to watch Dolph Lundgren beating the shit out of Stallone. Uh, I want to see it happen. All right. <laughs> well, you can do all the Expendable movies. Uh, yeah, there. I'm, all the Expendable movies. I'm probably going to put Expendables Johnny Mnemonic, 2 in there. Johnny Mnemonic will be in there. Rocky 4. Rocky 4 will definitely be on there. There's five movies. There. Showdown yeah. in Little Tokyo was fun. Six. All right. I, See, I enjoyed it. Six. Put his, all you got the Punisher. Play. He did that. Seven. Um, he did The Punisher. The, the Remember the early 90s? The Punisher. Oh, the one that never aired. Yes, it did. It had a release. It just oh, hasn't. Right. It wasn't that's very right. well received that's for some right. reason. Okay, I forgot. But yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. But it it's out there. Okay, it okay, exists. Okay. Yeah. Oh, another another thing that I've been consuming <laughs> voraciously <laughs> when it comes to my pop culture. Everything keeps popping into my head. Critical Role. I fell off. I never finished the Craghammer story, and I'm like, I can't catch up. Dude, I can't. Don't don't worry about catching up. Jump into it. The last three episodes have been amazing. Yeah. The third third last episode was a RP role-playing heavy one. Okay. The second to last one was six hours long. Oh. Their longest episode ever. Wow. Because they ran into two major combat situations. Holy. They, somebody, Ashley Johnson had a bad role. Their random encounter was an ancient white dragon. <gasps> Damn. That as a random that, encounter. That they that knew them. Oh. They had run across this dragon before in their history, and the dragon remembered who they were and f- tracked them down. Oh damn. And then the last episode, it was kind of a mix of action and role playing, and it was almost four and a half hours long too. Wow. The critical role things are over four hundred hours of. I know it's it's deep it's and it huge. just gets deeper. Um, I've been watching a lot of D and D videos on YouTube, like yeah. uh, animated stuff that's kind of silly and fun. But uh, there's one guy. Um, I, I yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm enjoying oh, the, stuff. the crap guide too. That crap guide it, that those ones are fun. But no, there's another guy who actually explains parts of D and D. He's gotcha. like uh he's not bald but he's he's got very short buzz cut hair and yeah. whatnot. Um he uh, and he he'll do like um he'll explain here's here's five GM the DM mistakes that are common that you can try to avoid. Here's five really good player motifs and here's the the five best uh, subgenres of classes that were revealed in Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, yeah. that sort of thing, right? He had one the other day that I watched. Actually, it was just yesterday. It was uh, his opinion, his take on the Matt Mercer effect. That's a real thing, man. I know it is. It's I know it is massive. Thing. And 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 he even directly quoted Matt Mercer yeah. because Matt Mercer is well aware of it. Oh, yeah. And he he does feel bad for it. That was never his intention, of course. But it's unfortunately it's just a, a byproduct yeah. of the success of Critical Role and how good Matt Mercer is. Yes. At being a DM and and in Critical Role, there is a direct link of a huge surge in D and D playing thanks to Critical Role. Yeah, huge spike in in D and D players now. 
Yeah. And now, uh, but everybody wants the Matt Mercer. They want, they want to just recreate the critical role situations. Right. And that's not how it works. Well, like it was when you bring up the Matt Mercer effect, when I was talking to Carney about him wanting to get, get into he had the, the, or the gaming group, he actually said, Oh yeah, listen to critical role. And as soon as he said that, I went, fuck yep. Matt Mercer effect. Uh-huh. And, like I, I didn't put any real stock into the Matt Mercer effect because I've been in this game since. Right. See, we're not beginning. we're not affected by it. No, but I like I have had every type of dungeon master under the sky, mm-hmm. and I look like would I want a dungeon master like Matt Mercer? Hell's yes. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't? But I also want my son Parker as a dungeon master. Yes. I would take his, he's, I would hazard a guess. Parker is just as enthusiastic and enthralled with Dungeons and Dragons that Matt Mercer is. Yes. Matt Mercer's job is being a dungeon master. Yes. And a voice actor. That's so a whole lot different. Absolutely. You know, uh, not to take anything away from voice actors, but their work schedules don't tend to be as tight uh, in general in general and, and so and critical role is a job for them now yes so yeah a it, massive job so yeah he has the time and the resources right. to be that way right most regular players and most regular gms no we have lives yep you know that we have to work around yep. that's you know eight yeah, hours no. eight and a half is dedicated someplace else yep and there's only so much other time Mm-hmm. Like I, I admit, I'm, I'm thinking about that stuff all the time. Uh, I have ever since I first discovered role playing games. When I'm in role playing game, a, a role playing era of my life, because there's times where I've walked away from it for yeah. a, a few years, whatever. But when role playing games are back in my life, um, they are on my mind a lot. Well. Whether it's a character that I'm playing, whether it's if I'm getting ready to run a game, ideas that I'm putting together for the game, that sort of thing. The the thing with my uh, D&D Beyond has the worst time-killing thing and best, the time-killing thing for me is their create a character setup. If I get bored... I go on D and D Beyond and just begin to make characters. I did that and, way back in the day. Yeah, like, but we would do kids, that on pens, yes. paper, and pencils. Now this is just like click, 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 click. It's like this streamlines, stream, streamlines everything. It makes my <laughs> life so much better. I am uh, loving. Like I, I don't have D and D Beyond. Uh, I'm not going to get into another subscription thing and all that stuff. It's not a subscription. I thought there it's was free. a subscription. You can. There, there's a free section. Like if you go to D and D Beyond, uh-huh. you can use it for free. You can make six characters, okay, for free, okay, and you can delete those whenever you don't want to use them. The the D and D spells app that I have on my phone, yeah. makes spell casters so easy because you don't have to write all the spell info. It's all right there at your fingertips. Yeah. And I did pay the dollar fifty. To unlock so I can have unlimited characters on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I, you could only have two yeah, prior. Yeah. So now I, I, I did pay the buck fifty to open that up, so I have more. I have like five characters all yeah. listed on here now. Yeah. Um. So th- 
that is so much handy. So I that this sounds like it's just taking the whole character aspect right. and putting it at your fingertips. Right. You can like and that, so if that's free in six characters, okay, I might have to revisit that. I'm let me check something. I think I signed myself up for the dungeon master level of okay. that, which goes back like the people that sign up to be like in my party, air quote party, right. can use the resources that I have paid for for free. I'm not too worried about that. No, no, no. But I got a lot of the books like that I, I purchased and stuff like this. It's <laughs> fucking worse than the drugs, man. <laughs> I, I, Really, you're telling me this? I'm not. In, I'm okay. I'm preaching to the choir. Look, I know. Okay, see, yeah, there's some stuff there that's advanced Dungeons and Dragons. I know. I got an original Fiend folio from 1981 upstairs. <laughs> there's there's an original uh, Dungeon Master guide, and there's an original Player's Handbook over there too. I don't tell me that I don't know what the addiction I, is. I found so. a video, and it was from I guess a couple years ago, of inside Joe Manganiello's famous D and D circle. Yeah, and so it shows some of the people who joined. He talks about how they joined, but he talks about when he first started playing. Five E wasn't even out yet. No, they were playing on the original Red Box. Oh. No they went. Way. I believe if if I understand if I remember correctly, when he was telling his story, they started on Redbox, and then Five E dropped. <laughs> so I, that's the impression I got from way, when he's telling the story. They started and played through five. They were playing Red Redbox. That's basic D and D. We're talking circa seventies, eighties. Yep. Okay, you we, know it what? got a re-release a while back. I think. Now I have to go on eBay <laughs> because Rob Broad um, had a picture. Oh, what did he? Did he get Red Box? He got something. It was like original, and I, I think it was Red Box. I I and feel like I don't they, know if it was the the reissue, but I think I it, feel like they they released possibly. It's not what I have. I have the Dungeons and Dragons animated series on DVD. Yeah. We're there were not that many episodes, but like it's it was a short-lived series. Yeah, yeah. But I believe they did re-release that and the box was the red box. <sighs> like they did red box art <sighs> for the DVD. Um but like when you talk about making characters just out of the blue. Yep. Back and this is before my daughter was born. The game, the biggest games we were playing at the time, me, Donnie, and Dave, Peach, like we were playing uh, Palladium stuff. We were playing Rifts. We were playing Heroes Unlimited. Yep. Yep. I was working at a car wash. I was working a security guard. I was, on, and on, on slow days in the car, I'd be sitting in the booth just making characters. Yep. I, I had a binder full of characters that I ended up using as a prop for a school project, <laughs> and I set it on fire. No, <laughs> you animal, you. But oh. yeah, I just hours going through that because the combinations are so out there, yep. right? And yep. that system and Five E gives you a lot of potential to. There's a lot of subgenres and whatnot. Yep. That's some of those videos I've watched. They're like, oh, like here's some you know lesser lesser known classes that are actually pretty powerful and well, so on. And my 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 female Goliath fighter, Nita Stonehands, unarmed combat. 
she punches harder than most people swing swords. She that is eight was, feet tall. She is eight feet tall. <laughs> but that was one of the ones um, I stumbled across. I think it was a, either a Reddit post or a YouTube uh, video, and they were talking about unarmed fighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got all that. I want to. I want to try that. <clears throat> no, they were talking about making air quotes professional wrestlers with the battle master sub <laughs> uh, subclass for fighter. So you made the big show. For all intents and purposes, <laughs> I made the female big show <laughs> with the knockout punch for the finisher because. <laughs> When I get third level with her, I'm going to make her a battle master, and that gives her moves. One of the moves is uh, it's called grappling strike. So, slam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you hit somebody, you bonus action grapple. When you grapple that person with the unarmed fighter, you automatically, if you are grappled with somebody, you automatically do 1d4 damage to them. You don't roll that. You just automatically do that. So, so you punch them, you take them down, you start ground and pounding, <laughs> then you get to punch them again. Yeah. I'm picturing the big show doing his, you know, paw print across the chest. Yep. Goozle, choke slam, <laughs> ground and pound. Ground and pound. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that was like... They they talked about that concept. I went and made it. I went, oh, this could be fun. And I made her a, an ex-gladiator. That's why she was playing the Lear as she was walking up the gangplank okay. as we stole the pirate ship. <laughs> Parker was so scared we were taking the, 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 the game in the wrong direction. <laughs> we did. <laughs> so I talked to him about that. I go, What's it say in the book about that? He goes, yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> I go, we're only second level. He goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's a whole bunch of craziness that we pulled off. <laughs> we stole a ship. Yep. We stole a ship yep. at second level. Yep. And then we hired a crew. Yep. To, oh, it's like. Dungeons and Dragons, people. A turtle, a monkey, and a bear walk onto a pirate ship. Yeah. Yes. As a matter of fact, well, the turtle jumped on. Yeah. The turtle jumped on the better monkey than my jumped, monkey yeah, did. The monkey, the monkey landed in the water first, didn't he? No. No. No, but he wasn't stealthy about it. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> he, was, was like, he was just very noisy. He jumped up on the deck. He was very excited to be yeah. climbing. But that... That's the thing with like this Dungeons and Dragons. I th- it's so much fun. Like there was an uh, an article that I saw. I, I come across on Reddit, and they're talking about exercise your inner demons with Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> role playing games in general, yes, let you flex muscles, creative muscles that you don't get to do in everyday no. life. Um, Commit felony. D and D settings are, are a little bit different in that respect. A lot more creativity involved because it's not the real world setting, right? Right. right. But that's where I, I I've had more role playing aspect, like 
a few a few other examples notwithstanding, but I've had stronger role playing moments playing more modern day era stuff like vampire, mage, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Tom Leatherdale ran a mage game that we played for like three years on and off that heavily invested. I had a character that was so heavily invested that um, my char- I, my character had gotten married yeah. in the game. And my wife, who was a badass, she was like a, a vampire hunter and whatnot. Um, he played a game. He ran a story where she called me to meet me at, a, at our favorite diner. Okay. I show up. She's not in the diner. But somebody, I asked the waitress, and she's, oh, she just went outside and went around the corner. There's an alley right there. So I go out, and I look down the alley, and just as I'm coming around the corner, she gets shot dead in the alley. That must have been interesting. Oh, it gets worse. (laughs) Because I can't track the guy. Even with my abilities, I can't, I couldn't track the guy, right? Okay. And then I find the picture in her pocket. Oh, no. Of an ultrasound. <gasps> so not only did he kill my wife, he I killed my unborn child. <sighs> so, you know, called the paramedics, you know, tried to get, tried to save her. Uh, the, the assassin was a sniper, but he wasn't a normal sniper. He There was magic involved and yep. whatnot. I couldn't stop it. Got her to the hospital. They couldn't save her. So oh, no. uh, now Tom Tom targeted me on purpose because he knew I was getting into this character really well. So yeah. he knew something. Well, he had to do something. He didn't know, that. but he didn't know how I was going to react. And I wasn't reacting at all. Right. I'm playing the game. I'm you know, going through the motions. Right. And he goes, OK, well, so, yeah, they can't save her. She's gone. Hey, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to go get in my car and go for a drive. And Taz's character, my best friend, we've been, we've been working together for a while. He came with me. Didn't talk. We just went for a drive. Yeah. We got out. We went outside the city. We went to a wooded area. And are you, how familiar are you with Mage, the Mage world? Some. I know some Okay, of so it. When, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. when you sling magic in Mage. Oh, Paradox. We, paradox, yeah. right? I didn't give a shit. <laughs> Oh, That's no. why I went to the middle of nowhere. So you became a walking to Gunska. I had event? I had forces the forces fear high enough. So that's where you manipulate any form of kinetic energy and any energy, lobbing yeah. fireballs, lightning bolts, and that's what I did. Oh no! <laughs> I. I, I, and he, Tom, had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. Like I, I kept it all close to the chest and just. And then I said. I'm just going to blow the shit out of like a, a square mile of this forest. I'm just going to blow up everything I see. Yeah. Just boom, boom. I don't give a shit about paradox. Just boom, 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 boom. And I'm visibly shaking while I'm rolling my dice and all that. I was so emotionally invested. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tom's an asshole. <laughs> because he did it to me again later. Ugh. He targeted my family again. In the entire all the entire arc of my that character, I have witnessed my wife die twice. Your unborn child. My died. daughter has died unborn and died in my arms once. <laughs> and my second child also died in front of me once. Holy cow. 
That's how much of a prick that game master is. <laughs> so I went into my bookcase. You went into your bookcase and you pulled out a book that I have not seen in a very long time. Yeah. So this is the clan book Tremere. Was that your favorite clan from Vampire? This was my favorite clan. This is the character that I played when Rob Bellamy Ah, played. was this LARPing? This, no, this, no? Is, this okay. is the tabletop version. Okay. Zachary Rogers, Tremere. Turned to uh, Sabat. Oh. Tremere into Tribute. Seventh generation. Oh, nice. So he was uh, Path of the Inner Voice. Not familiar with that one. Yeah, this is like, this was badass. Bellamy played, ran this game. He was, there was uh, three or four of us were regulars. For years, and he would he we played Vampire the Masquerade f- every Saturday for hours, hours oh, you remember until the, you remember his, the old Sean Magoon game, right? Yeah, like those so, sessions. Yeah, until uh, it was his his wife at the time was like, "Go home." <laughs> was that Bonnie? No, uh, Sally. See, I don't even know Sally. Right. But. So that's <laughs> that's how long that it was, but. Rob was a great storyteller when it came to... I can see that. Yeah. When it come to getting this and working through this. Like, this guy, as far as I know, is still alive. <laughs> in in canon of that, of the of the world, that Tremere anti-tribute has avoided death on... Like permanent death on so many occasions. I have an old binder, like a zip-up binder thing. Trapper keeper? Basically. <laughs> um, and it's full of stuff. Like it's full of, st- of, of game stuff. Character yeah. sheets. Now, there's not a lot of actual characters. Not as many in there when you look at this, what's in there. Because there's, there's, I think there's like a whole book in there. <laughs> there's uh, just random, a lot of random stuff, a lot of blank sheets. Notes. But yeah. I got a ton of actual characters in there, though. A yeah. bunch. Most of them, I only played one or once or twice. Yeah. And then the, the, the game folded or whatever. But I've got some in there that are were, were a lot of fun. Like uh, Sergeant Floyd Davies was a. I only played. I only got to play him one night. Sergeant Floyd Davies. Yes, he was a Malkavian <laughs> who had no physical stats whatsoever. No, but he f- acted like he was GI Joe incarnate. At a boy, nineteen ninety four. Yep, that's classic. 19- Remember the the clan book for the Zemitsi? Yes. That had the paper wrapper on yep. it? Yep. <laughs> you can't look at this. You're too young. <laughs> yeah. That, the Vampire the Masquerade, that became a big part of who I was. And <clears throat> there, <laughs> it, was, it was one of those, one of those things I just stumbled into. Like getting that game, I was out of role playing games when that came up. Yeah, I was like, I had drifted away from Donnie and Dave. I know I was with Crystal. Had uh, did we have Sky yet? I don't think Sky was born. She might have been born at that point. But uh, and then I had reconnected with Dave Peach, and he invited me to join to join up with this one. The first time I met Sean Magoon. Well, no, I knew Sean from Olson's, but we weren't friendly like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Sean, 
Chris. Tom Mattoon was there. Harmsworth, I forgot about that guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think Leatherdale was it was part of the group yet at that point. Um, but that was my my that was my first vampire group there. Yeah, and vampire was pretty much the only game they played for the longest time. My introduction to that group through Magoon was uh, Rollmaster. Oh, were you, were you there for that? It was like a one-off, wasn't it? I don't know if it was a one-off. I got killed by a vampiric bunny. I <laughs> That's the only Rollmaster yeah. game I ever played. Well, like I said, the only thing I remember, my, my, my first Rollmaster game with Magoon was he brought me in, like it was the first time playing Rollmaster, and he, he brought me in and I rolled up a character. Which is so complicated. Oh, it, it, it's, I don't remember much of Rollmaster. I just know it was super complicated. I what I do remember is uh, John Wilson with his mountain of books for Rollmaster. Really? Oh, I, yeah. I remember him running Earth Dawn. No, he he, okay, rolled, uh, he, he he started with Rollmaster. Okay. And then Magoon brought me in, and this is basically my very first introduction to the regular group. Okay. And he gave me a ring that was cursed, and the ring possessed me, <laughs> and the ring started talking to me. He goes, you need to kill them, kill them, kill them, kill them, kill them. You, you got to kill them all, kill them all. And I go, okay, what, what does this ring allow me to do? Sean goes, it allows you to raise and control the undead. Oh. We're in a catacombs. <laughs> I go, okay, uh, can I sense how many people, like how many undead are in this catacomb? Magoon goes, yeah, 33. Okay, okay. I go, and I can raise these, yeah? He goes, yeah. How many do you want to raise? I go, 33. <laughs> he goes, okay. He goes, uh, what do you want to do? I said, okay, I raised, I think it was like I raised 33 skeletons. Okay. And he goes, all right, now what do you want to do? I said, oh, I'll send the skeletons to kill the rest of the, pe- the rest of the party. He goes, what? Well, the ring is, keeps telling me to kill, kill, kill the party. Sean goes, okay. <laughs> well, man. <laughs> so I sent the 33 skeletons after rest And this of the is party. your first session. My very first session. And you wiped out the whole party. No. No? Because they were higher levels than oh, me. okay. They found me. Killed me dead. Ah. Because I did this. Okay. And I spent the rest of the night reading like Faust comic books that Magoon had <laughs> in his, at his apartment. I was like, this is great. I said, well, we're playing again next week. You want to come? I said, oh, yeah, I'll be here. So, <laughs> but it was like, this is the first time I met Harnsworth. I met Donnie. I met Peach. I met a bunch of guys. Uh, Mattoon, I think, was there. Um, this was at Magoon's apartment by the jail, by the courthouse, the old courthouse. Okay. See, I I my first introduction uh, to the game with Magoon was his apartment on Merritt, next to the the old Union Hall. I did not go to that one. He moved out of there shortly after, 
Because okay. he went he went from there, he moved in with the Mama Burns and them. No, I think I went to his place once on merit. I seem to re- seem to recall playing Magic the Gathering with Jeff Black there. Okay. I think it was like one time. And then going feel, to Mama I Barnes. feel like Magoon left the apartment on Merritt shortly after I joined the group, and that's when he moved into the Barnes house. Okay. Yeah, because that Barnes basement saw <sighs> fucking yeah. a shit show of action. Yes, it did. <laughs> and that was a couple years worth in there. Yes, it was. Yep. Yes, it was. Yeah, because I remember a splitting time between work Going out with Mags and Mama Barnes' basement. Oof. Yeah, and I, I, it, was, it was funny. I was going there for months and then found out that, that the Barnes family are related to Crystal. No way. They're, they're cousins. <laughs> like, they're, they're cousins. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> yeah, Harold, Harold Toulouse, I think it was Harold, lived like right next door to them. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, and they're related. Oof. And that's, that's Crystal's uncle. <laughs> it's a small town. Small town. Small hey, where, town. Where are we at for time? Uh, we should probably start wrapping it up. Okay, because I got we got more, but we'll save it for next oh, week. What do you got? What do you got? Well, no, we're talking about this, and the, this is where I'm just gonna I'm gonna bring this out, even though you've seen it already. All right, hold on. Hold on. There's a- no, we got we got nothing but time. Right. Come on. Oh. Ah. Oh, the notebook. This really old-ass notebook that has... Well, there's a new discipline that uh, I believe Chris Harmsworth actually developed for the, the Gantu clan, a combination Gangrel Nosferatu. Yes. The Profuscate discipline. Blending obfuscate and protein. Gotcha. Cloak of the Red Eyes. Invisible Claws. Yeah. Gift of Proteus. Basically... All the abilities a protein gives you, but it high it would hide them is a, the basics of it. Altered beast, but that's not even that's not the main reason why I have that notebook out. Okay, it's what's farther in the back. <laughs> You're aware of this. We've, I've told yeah. you, but here, but here we are. Okay, so now that's section three. Okay, because it bounced around. My notes bounced around, but look at these notes. Your your numbering needs. Uh... Oh, I bounced around a lot. I didn't realize how far this game was going, right? Yeah. So these are incredibly detailed notes, and you can attest. These are yeah. incredibly detailed. I got insanities. Wow. For uh, a store of uh, a not one-off, because we played for a few weeks, a Warhammer RPG game. I can't even remember the, the GM's name. His Chris something. Um, looking at... So Sean Magoon was definitely there because this was in the basement of Olsen's when they moved on to Grand, across from Smitty's. Yes, I remember that. Yes. Okay. Rob was there. Donnie Rob, was there. Rob, Rob uh, Burke. Burke. Okay. He lived there. Yeah. Uh, Donnie was a part of the group. Jeff, I believe that's Jeff Raymond. Okay. And Dave. I'm not sure if that's Dave Peach or if that's somebody else. I can't remember. And I, then, think, I want to think Peach was like pretty much the only Dave in that group, I, wasn't I it? Know, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. This is so long ago. We're talking like 20 years. At probably, least. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and somebody named Eric. 
was in there at some point Eric too. Brenders? I don't think so. Again, I don't remember. And the GM, I believe his name was Chris, but I can't remember his last name. Okay. So this is very detailed notes of this game, <laughs> and, which I am turning. I am going to take this and flesh it out into a full cohesive story, possibly in parts because there's a lot more here than I realized. Yeah. That I will be submitting to the world of myth. Nice. And I've already been talking to Steph about it. Nice. Um, I am tentatively titling this exactly how does one unsummon a demon lord? Because <laughs> that's really the culmination of the story. To me, in my mind, that's the last thing I can remember, the last major thing that happened. Oh, that's cool. And spoilers, I single handedly unsummoned the demon lord. Nine. I'm not go. embellishing. It happened. I know it happened. This game, the Warhammer RPG, was a very interesting system. It was, uh, as I recall, very similar to D and D ish, yeah. right? Um, uh, in the the D twenty and all that, but it got deeper into permanent wounds mm-hmm. and physical damage. <clears throat> yeah. If I'm remembering, and I've tried going through these notes, it's not an easy read. This is gonna. This is some homework here. So you're um, well. Most note taking, especially during uh, RPGs, is like bullet point at best. Exactly. This so, is damn near transcriptions. At yeah. Times. Well, okay. so the closest that I came to the RPG, the the Warhammer RPG, was playing Blood Bowl with Bellamy, which is basically. That's a football. It's a football thing, right? game, but see now I'm not sure what this mark here leads to here. I don't know. It's a. This is going to take some time to sort this puzzle through. <laughs> um, but as I recall, I was a halfling. I was a thief. Yeah. I tried to hide it for the early sessions, but eventually Sean caught on. Um, he was a bounty hunter. Um, my character lost. I believe I lost two teeth. I believe I did that willingly because I was cursed and grew fangs, so I ripped my fangs out. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I lost a hand. Oh, jeez. And when I unsummoned the demon lord, I was left with three big claw mark gashes across my chest. Oh, nice. As I was punted out of the building and landed in the river and somebody had to dive in and save me. Sure. As you, but I unsummoned the demon do? lord. I unsummoned the demon lord. There you go. So, yes, this is this is a project that I'm going to be working on here now that I've got the book out. And, I, I, again, I've got to sort through it first yeah. and get it into a, a readable order, and then I'm going to put it together. And, yeah, there's way more notes than I remembered here, so I'm probably going to have to do it in parts. Well, okay. You just send it all to Steph. But Steph's excited. Yeah, just send it all to Steph. Let no. her edit it together and no, no, it, it needs out. to be fleshed out. There's, I know there's going to be pieces and parts I'm going to have to fill in with some flourish. God, look at and that. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's massive. It's a massive amount of information. I'm not even sure where the end is. Where the start? Like, I know where the start. Well, is. You know where the start I, is. The start is the start is here. Okay. This is the start. Looks like a th- two thirds of the way through the book you decided to start writing right and then it jumps like this is the first section here holy shit that's front and back front and back (laughs) mostly single spaced printed in pencil 
which may add another layer of difficulty if anything would fade it off too much. Yeah. You know, but wow. I, 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 okay. I'm impressing myself because there's way more here than I remember. I was never a note taker when it came to gaming. This is the only time I ever did it. This is just blowing my mind in the details of, like, I don't have a lot of the stuff that I have, like, characters that I made or, like, notebooks and stuff like this. I was like, when I look at this, I'm like, ah, damn, I should have kept more. I've tried. I tried to do it recently with your D&D game. Yeah. I briefly tried. I couldn't keep up with everything. Too much? I just can't. I can't pay attention to everything going on, writing it all down while thinking about what my character is doing. I couldn't yeah. do it. So you're saying I'm, I've got my, I'm running too complicated of a game? No. No. What it is is look how many players we had. There was True. more time. Yeah. You know? So be, when there's more players, there's more time with the other players, so I have time to write. I don't have that with our current group. Yeah. So gotcha. I see what you're yeah. saying. Not to mention I'm old. <laughs> you know. <laughs> there is but that. this I, I I this is something I've wanted to do for a very long time. Yeah. And I'm now kicking myself into gear to get on it. Very cool. I look forward so, to reading that then. And Steph's really excited for it. Yeah. So. Well, you're you're generating content for the magazine, yeah. so she reached out to me <clears throat> asking me if I would be willing to do a video game review. Uh upon my my suggestion. Uh, yeah. Oh, th- thanks. No, that's not my strong suit. I, I said, I can't, I, 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 I'm not comfortable with that. I, I, I'm literally only playing one video game right now, and I'm not even a third of the way through the game, and it's glitchy as all hell. So I can't, <laughs> I can't in good conscience try to write a review for all you. Right, so right. I had to turn her down. <laughs> I was like, she, she, she got a hold of me, and she goes, hey, uh, do you want to review video games for the magazine? I went, no, <laughs> not at all. She hit me up with, hey, would you want to help a girl out? <laughs> <laughs> That's because I go, because I had just turned her down. And I said, well, Jason, Jason's a gamer. Get a hold of him. She goes, oh, great. I'm a gamer in like the loosest possible sense. <laughs> you, when compared to me. True. That's true. That's true. You know, I, yes. You I look have, like you're wearing the power glove. I've at least played a few games recently. Correct. Yes, you're right. So. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable enough on video games to give them a proper review. Yeah, I, can't. I couldn't I got you. So I see what you're saying. Movie reviews. That's different. And I could, I, if she needed that, I might've been able to throw something together, but yeah, no, I got you. I got you. But well, I told her about the short film. I told her about oh, my, yeah, my yeah, short, yeah. my short film yep. that I, that's in the works. And I told her about this project. So do you realize their open contract challenge is coming up? Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Really. Might have to look into that. Yes. Because she just put out an announcement they're looking for judges. Once that vetting process is done, and they're going to start taking stuff for their open contract challenge. I might have to look into that then. There you go, but, ma'am. But. There you go, man. <laughs> because if you can take this, flesh it out, you could get yourself a book contract. There's a lot of a lot of material here. Right. The like, only thing that I could think you could run into a problem with is the Warhammer is a licensed product. I don't have to say that part. Right. I'm but just going to say it's an RPG story 
I'm not going to say you what, don't even I, have to see that. Well, no, I I Just feel like it, knowing that yeah. I feel like sharing that this is taken from an actual RPG story that happened fluidly. You yeah, know, you because there's that. some great stuff. All right, like, and and again, I've barely started reading it. All right. Speaking so. of barely starting to read some, we gotta get out of here. Okay. <laughs> Interesting segue. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's my superpower, stupid segues. Okay. <laughs> Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, not Uncle Ben. So he makes good I can't even use that anymore because that got canceled. I we saw some on sales, like on sale somewhere. Yeah. Somebody somebody was selling it. I'm like that's not even legal. God, you do that. <laughs> Anyways, so finish your drink. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by the Three Nose Podcast. Yes, thank this you, thank week. you. Um, we're gonna try and get Twitch back up and running because I know some people are interested in watching this live. We will. I'm I'm working on that issue. There's issues with the tech, but we'll get that sorted out. Uh, Jason's got shit to do. With his writing, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Got to keep that up. <laughs> I am going to try my hand at the uh, the Gen X jukebox. Go for it. See what happens. Make sure you play the good jams. Oh, you know me, man. I got a good taste of music. <laughs> I was trying to no sell it. I can't. I can't. That's what I thought I can't. that's what you fucking were saying, <laughs> motherfucker. But thank you for stopping by the Three Nose Podcast this week. This has been Mike and Jason. We will talk with you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Game over, man. It's game over. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here. It's over. Go home. Y'all come back now, dear.